Welcome to another episode of Sample Saturday. Show's uh, Berto. Um, coming back, got um, three comparisons that I want to go over. Um, early hip hop songs, songs that I remember from childhood, songs that I've definitely taken a liking to. I took a liking to then. You know, um, and for me, it was just impactful, um, just being a young kid and liking rap and liking hip-hop early and just, I mean, the song's been influential, but also the song's been dope, you know, no way around it, the song's been dope, you know. Um, so, um, these three songs I'm going to go over is by... Um, three solo artists. Um, one of them being one of the artists. The first one that I'm gonna go over. He was part of a crew. Um, at standpoint, so I'm gonna just go into that one. But before I do it, I'm gonna do it a little bit different than last one I did. I played the song first, and then I showed the samples. Um, where it came from. But this one, I'm gonna go back to the old way. <clears throat> of the samples first um, <clears throat> and how when you take sample from one part, sample from another part merge it, boom, you get the song so without further ado the first sample that I play is a song came out late 60s uh, I believe 1968 to be exact um, artist named Paul Nero um, and the song is called This Is Detroit Soul. Um, Paul Nero, I'm going to be honest, I've never heard of this uh, artist, but you can imagine that the song's called This Is Detroit Soul, um, what Detroit, you know, had at that time, as far as for soul music and all that. I mean, you already know the influence that Detroit had when it came to that. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, Paul Nero, This Is Detroit Soul. You know that fat soul rhythm, don't you? Now this is to tell you about Detroit. Many of the finest soul artists came from Detroit. Alright, so there you go. Especially that beat right there. Um, beat and bass line, I should say. So I shouldn't say just to be right there. Beat and bass line. So <clears throat> you have that. That's Paul Nero. This is Detroit Soul. So now um, you take that. And I want to say the, these artists. Uh, they look like more of a. 
maybe oh mm, I can't necessarily say more folk. I can't um maybe maybe classic rock. Yeah, maybe classic rock. Maybe that's something that we could um classify him as. So um this was also in the sixties, late sixties, I believe again, sixty eight to be exact. Um, a group called the Turtles. Yes, you heard that correct. Turtles, like an actual turtle, like the animal turtle, teenage mutant ninja turtles, turtle. So it's a group called the Turtle. The Turtles. Yeah, that's the name. And the song is called Buzzsaw. So Remember the sample that was played from the first one? That was by Paul Nero. This is Detroit Soul. Now, with this one, you're getting Buzzsaw, and this is by the Turtles. Turtles by Buzzsaw. I think if your mind is working high, how mine does, your mind is working high, you know, I am right now. I think you can pretty much take the first sample that I played, then take this one, and I think you will pretty much already know, especially if you know early 90s hip hop, late 80s, early 90s hip hop. I think you'll pretty much know um, where I'm going with it. And um, yeah, so this one right here, for me, I would say it's a classic song. I think that's not debating it at all. It's a classic song. So this, when you take the sample of Paul Nero, this is Detroit Soul, and you take the Turtles bus off, you get a song by a guy, he was a producer in uh, BDP. So BDP was Boogie Down Productions. That was KRS-One and their crew, right? So this guy was a producer. And also, you know, he was a rapper as well, you know. Had a nice little flow to him, too. Um, I've mentioned before, I understand what KRS-One did for hip-hop. Put it on the map. um, All of that. Um, The the lyrical style, the the vocabulary, the technicalities. Cognitive of all that. I mean, even the teaching as far as some of the teaching may not agree with all of it, of course, but I cannot cannot understand it. So um I would say a gym in a group, you know, um was this artist by the name of D Nice. And this was him kind of branching off doing a solo thing at the time. Um and he had a popular song, you know, and it was Call Me D-Nice. And that's when you hear the sample from first song, This Is Detroit Soul. You take Buzzsaw, mix it together, you get this. My name is D-Nice, it's D-Nice. My name, my name is D-Nice, it's D-Nice. My name is D-Nice, it's D-Nice. taking out your suckers and you don't know how I did it, yo. This is D-Nice. 
And I'm about to drop some funky lyrics on this track I made up You know what I'm saying? Huh. Yeah, and you don't stop Yo, my name is D-Nice, although I hate to admit it Taking out your suckers and you don't know how I did it See, every episode remains in this mode Very cool, very calm, there's no sweat in my palm I just pick up the mic, proceed with a song Alright So I'm pretty sure y'all remember that song I most definitely remember that song um, like the song when I was younger, I always thought the song was dope. Beat was dope. Snares was hitting a little harder. Drums hitting a little harder. Of course, then where the sample came from. Um, I like what he did with the bus saw sample as well. And like me hearing that, I might have been five or six when this song came out. The song was ninety one, if I'm not mistaken. I was born in eighty five, so. I was running until we five or six when that song dropping. I personally, of course, five or six. I'm not knowing where the samples and stuff like that came from. I didn't start catching samples and stuff like that until I got older. But while well, I was like that song, I always thought that song was dope. And um, just his style, like he had a good voice on the song. Um, I thought the cadence was okay too. You know, um, but really, man, the beat was just always what caught me. It was super, super catchy, and um, it knocked pretty hard. So what do you do when you get Paul Nero? This is Detroit Soul. Boom. You go to the Turtles, Buzzsaw, you get that. D-Nice. Song is Call Me D-Nice. And... Yeah, man, that's a popular one, man. I remember that. That song was dope, though. I'm not knocking it. I love it still to this day. Now, on to the next one. Now, the next two that I'll play, um, two artists, I guess I should say, that I'll play, they share a connection in um, the producer. The producer... um, Basically, using the same producer. I don't believe the same year. I think it's two different years, but still, just um, they share that bond with that producer. You know, there's a dope producer at that. I can't even knock it, a dope producer. The producer's name is Howie T, and I mentioned it before on a previous episode about him, and I said that I was going to do some parallels as far as with him. So, with that being said, um, I'm going to play this song. It's by First Choice, right? I've never, I've never heard of them before. Um, yeah, your, your guess with them is as good, uh, your guess is as good as mine, you know. I've never heard of them before, but, um, yeah, First Choice uh, the song is called Love Thing. Saying Love Thing is the T. Scott remix. Again, first choice, Love Thing, T. Scott remix.
All right. So there was a little part um, in the song kind of with the strings that you heard. Um, I don't necessarily think it's a giveaway, but it probably has wheels turning for you. And you're probably thinking to yourself, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That sounds a little familiar. What's that? And that's the goal is that it will sound familiar. So again, that was by First Choice. Song is called Love Things. Mr. T. Scott remix. T being T E E. Scott remix. Now, next song um, is by a trio. Never heard of them from before. I, pre- I believe you pronounce it D. Felice Trio. That's what I'm assuming it's pronounced. D. Fe- D Felice Trio. Um, the song is called. There was a time. So again, sample down plan next. D Felice Trio, there was a time. say this from the bass line alone and the beat alone you should definitely know where I'm going with this you should absolutely know where I'm going with this classic song very much a classic song in my opinion uh, I mentioned the guy on the previous episode also like I said, this is one of the guys that I liked. I really liked coming up. My uncle used to play him. I remember watching the video. That was back in Rap City was uh, popping, you know. Um, but, yeah. Bigger guy, smooth guy. I just like the way he sounded, man. I like his voice. Uh, I like the way he would rap. He always had dope cadence on songs. Um Bigger guy that had charisma about him. You know what I'm saying? Like, Heavy D was always crazy dope to me because, I mean, Heavy is in the name. He was a bigger guy. But Heavy could move, at his size, could move better than any of the small people around. Like, he would do his own dances and stuff like that for a big guy the way he could move. Like, crazy smooth. So, you know, this guy, bigger guy, but, like, was nice on the mic, like really nice on the mic. <clears throat> and like I said, just I I always took a liking to him, his style, all of that. So you take the first choice, love thing, T Sky remix sample. And like I said, you gotta get the violin part, right? And then you take this one, which is Defunley's trio, there was a time. I know you heard it. So now you put that together. You get this. Nineteen 
1990, Chub Rock jumps upon the scene with a lean and a pocket full of green. The green doesn't symbolize I made it on the top, but Robocop last year was a shock. The tone of the Popeye cut shook your butt. Kids are screaming, the media says what? Kind of music is this for you to dance to? The man with the plan and the band demands you. Leave the smack and the crack for the whack, for the vile and the knock, keep a smile like that. Leave the knife and the gun in the store and ignore temptation sent by the nation. Racial game causes pain, needs a new rep. In your hearts and mind, never forget you set. Hawkins, and when you walk in, you know just one. Black on black, remember that it's important. Anyway, the shunless one, bring forth the fun. No hatred, the summer's almost done. No time for sleep. Jump in your Jeep and pump up the funky beat. A holy beeper goes off, yo, smash it, then trash it. You're too young to be plumped in a casket. Just get your boys and bring the noise and just swing it. And party people, sing it. There we go. I know y'all remember that song. I had to let it ride. So I wanted to get to the hook. That way y'all knew what it was, which I'm pretty sure y'all already did. But that song to me is a classic. I'm pretty sure that's his highest selling song today, to date. I'm pretty sure that's his most popular song as well. Um, that's not my favorite song of his, but the song is still good. And like I said, the way he was riding the beat and all that dope and like I said that came from producer name Howie T and if I'm not mistaken um, I don't know if that album was produced entirely by Howie T I know he produced a lot on there he could have actually produced the entire album I'm not sure but he does have a previous album before that one Howie T was all over that. I believe Howie T might have produced that whole album. So, yeah. Like I said, Howie T, um, dope producer, now that I'm finding out about it. I mean, I really didn't know him then when I was younger, you know. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Very, very dope. Very dope. So, um, this next one that I'm going to play, um, man, I'm going to do some multiple connecting on this one. Um, I try not to get a guy too, too, too long, but I'm going to do some multiple connecting on this one. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's going to take a bit to work through this one, but of course stay here. It's dope. It's dope the way I work through it. So for the next one, the first one that I want to play uh, so it's a, it's a crazy uh title of the song. The song is titled 007, but it's uh 007 uh Shanty Town, and it's um it's a you know an old school reggae song, you know it's by an artist named Desmond Decker. Like I said, old school reggae song. Desmond Decker is his name. The song is titled Shantytown.
Shantytown, that was by Desmond Decker. This group used to be called Desmond Decker and the Aces. Um, it's crazy that I noticed in the song he said Ocean Eleven. And I'm once I hear that, I automatically go to the movie with George Clooney, Brad Pitt, you know, Julia Roberts, all that. I was like, man, so maybe Ocean Eleven is something that's way older that I really hadn't even looked into, you know. So, and I don't know, maybe Ocean Eleven and 007 have some kind of connection. Hey, your guess is as good as mine. But, so boom. So we got that, right? Then now, uh, the next song that I'm going to play, um, how do I want to set this up? Um, it's by a female artist. It is a super popular song. Um, she used to be down with um, James Brown, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, 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 yes. James Brown. If I'm not mistaken, James Brown actually produced this song. But um, you're going to hear it. And I mean, if you know anything about the funk sound that James Brown had at that time, like all of that, like you'll hear his influence on it, you hear his voice, all of that type stuff. So I'm going to let it ride for a little bit because there's certain parts of it. That I want you to catch. So the song is called Think About It. Mainly Think Though. And it's by an artist named Ann Collins. What we want. So you'd better think. Think. So that right there, Lynn Collins, think. Pretty sure, like I said, um, people, you'll be able to um, catch that, you know, hear that, ring a ring and catch that. Um, to me, dope song. I know you've heard it in movies. Um, shoot, you probably heard it in commercials too, you know. If you ever catch old school radio stuff like that, of course you've heard of that. And just the way that sound, like you could hear that James Brown influence and that James Brown input on that song, you know. Um, I'm not even sure if he wrote on that song, but I mean, it's James Brown. I ain't no telling, man. We talking about, you know, they called the Godfather. So, like, nice with it. Nice with it, you know. Incredible artist. So, the song that I'm about to play next, near and dear to me, right? Because Coral Lace Back to a guy that I played last week. Um, 
I said as far as me just um, growing up, um, loving music, loving rap, hip hop. And this was one of the guys, you know, that, yo, this is one of the ones I'm taking a liking to. Him. So I'm talking about Special Ed. So what do you get when you take 007, Shanty Town, you know, and you actually mix in Lynn Collins' thing, um, some of the bass line for it, but then also um, a bit of a sample from it, also, you know, um, a voice sample from it. Also, um, you get my guy, Special Ed, with I'm the Magnificent. I'm the magnificent with the sensational style And I could go on and on for like a mile a minute Cause I get in it like a car and drive And if the record is a smash I can still survive Cause I'm the man of steel on the wheel that you're steering Or rather playing on the record that you're hearing You might not understand what I'm saying at first So action love, put it in reverse I'm just conversing with your person, this is just a conversation I'm special ed with a special presentation Hey, I like the place, so for me it's recreation It's not just a job, it's an adventure If worse comes to worse, I've got the thirst quencher But you gotta buy it, don't even try it I don't rhyme for free, no matter how dry There we go, that special ed on the Magnificent Um, that was off his first album Um Youngest and Chores, now on his second album, Legal, he did have that song again. Um, and beat was switched up a bit, but then they will revert back to this beat. Then it also went back. You know, it was like they were swapping beats on it. But they did um, play this beat again on there. But this one was always mine. Like, the original one like this. And I'm not knocking the next one that was made, too. But it was just that beat the whole time, playing it that way. That's me. That's me. And um, one of the things that he did, I didn't get all the way to it, but on the hook, um, on the hook of I'm Magnificent, they sampled James Brown's voice because James Brown was on uh, that song, Think with Lane Coggins. But speaking of that song with Lane Coggins, titled Think, um, and I'm going to a certain part of the song, the reason why is because it connects two other songs and it's two songs that are popular in my opinion um one of them i know for sure is super popular right off the bat you're gonna know it the other one to me it's popular and i think it's known you know by arguably the most famous rap artists now probably even of all time and that's not talking record sales because he hasn't sold as high as most he's just if you had to ask yourself who's the most famous rap artist right now you know um and i say arguably of all time i just tell y'all bad it ain't tupac because you could argue that maybe tupac was the famous of all time but this guy i think has an argument for having a beat you know so um again this is by Lynn Collins, this is Think, and it's a certain part of the song that I want to play to show you all how it connects. 
James Brown, you heard James Brown all through that. So you hear the influence. <sighs> okay. I think you pretty much heard it. I think you pretty much heard as far as what she was saying. You know, she said, it takes two to make things go right. Okay. I think you already know what song I'm about to play, so I'm just going ahead and rock into it now. Right about now, you're about to be possessed by the sounds of MC Rawface and DJ Easy. Y'all know that song. Like I said, super popular song. That song was a hit. I ain't even gonna argue, still a hit to this day. That was by Rob Bass, DJ Easy Rock. I remember the video. Remember walking down the street, all of that. I wanna say he was on the sidewalk, you know, cool, fresh gear on, rapping that, singing that. Like, that song was a hit. And you heard it everywhere. That song was a hit. A hit. And I mean, you heard it everywhere. I remember the movie, one of the movies that I love. I'm a fan, me personally. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, I kind of like rom-coms, man. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I like rom-coms. And one of the rom-coms that I like is The Proposal. I like it because... I mean, I, I, I don't care. I'll just say, I am a Ryan Reynolds fan. To me, Ryan Reynolds has a certain brand of the way he acts. He has a certain brand of comedy. And it's like, people may say, oh, every movie he's the same. I don't care. I like Ryan Reynolds. I am a fan of his characters. I'm a fan of him. Like, he, to me, it's funny. So even though he may be acting the same way and I know what's coming, I still find it funny. Deadpool, both one and two, especially one, super raunchy movies. I'm not saying I recommend it or whatever, but I'm a big boy. I'm old enough. His comedy in there to me is hilarious. Waiting, when he was in that movie, Waiting. I remember Waiting. My uh, I was in college at the time when Waiting came out. and My cousin told me about that movie. You know, he was like, hey, man, 
telling me, yeah, you got to watch this funny. And I was like, man, I've kind of been wanting to watch it, but I, I remember watching that movie and died laughing at the stuff that was happening there. I mean, the only thing I kind of give Ryan Reynolds a rough time for, whew, that green lantern, that was a, that was rough. That was a, whew, that was a bomb, not a good one. That was a bad one. But yeah, I, I, I started like Van Wilder when I pretty much got introduced to uh, Ryan Reynolds. And I just liked him ever since. So he was on that movie with another person, another actress that I like. You know, she does well in rom-coms. Sandra Bullock. I mean, I, I, I like Sandra Bullock, you know. Black people, we rock with Sandra Bullock. Just be honest with you. So, um, in that movie, the proposal is basically like, um, he's a citizen, she needs citizenship or something like that. I think she was, uh, was she Canadian? I think she was Canadian. She needed citizenship. He was, she was his boss. And um, they came in there saying, hey, you, we're going to have to send you back that whole nine. Boom, she was like, no, we're getting married. So it's basically that kind of movie. That's where you get a proposal from. And she set him up, and, you know, it's just a rom-com from there, man. But, yeah. So one of the scenes in the movie, um, well, they were talking, um, and she talked about um, that was the first concert she uh, snuck out the house and went to was uh, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. And, you know, they both had a moment where they were singing the song and stuff like that. So, to me, you find that song in rom-coms. Like, that's how popular that song was. Like, that song was a hit. So, with that being said, um, the way it started out, you know, now you see the influence of Man Cogs Think and what it had on that, what it had on It Takes Two by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. But the crazy thing also is the song by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock also influenced somebody else as well. He sampled that and he sampled it nice too. Like I said, to me, this guy is the most famous rap artist right now. Doesn't have the most money. Doesn't have the most record sales. He is the most famous rap artist right now. He is recognizable everywhere. This man is global. Everywhere you go, you know him because you see him all the time. You see him everywhere. This man is global. And I would argue that he is the most famous rapper ever so and this song was popping at the time when it dropped I want to say it was 09 when it dropped yeah I think it was 09 when it dropped and this is by none other than Snoop Dogg cause I wanna rock rock about man
It's your east side partner, Big Snoopy Dio. Turn like Dilo. All right. That's all I'm playing. Snoop, you know, he can, he can let him fly. So, and one thing I'll say about Snoop, like I said, argue with whoever. I'm down to have the argument. That man is the most famous rapper right now. And I would argue of all time. And one of the great things about Snoop, the way he came in on the beat, Snoop has a a draw and a cadence about him that is like another. Lyrically, sometimes he's he's not super great. He's not the super lyrical guy. But he has a draw and a swagger about him in songs and a cadence about him where his flow is unmatched. I've never heard anybody be able to duplicate it. Like, it is, it fits him, it is conducive to him, and it works, and it works well. And this is when you hear Snoop come on tracks, like, you vibe out to the way he raps. Because he has an unbelievable draw with his style and his cadence, like, yo, he's just cold. Like, you just, like I said, you just vibe out to it. You just rock out to it, man. Like, you bobbing your head the whole time with Snoop rapping. This is just one of a terrible verse. And I mean, every artist has terrible verse. But there's something about Snoop, man. That charisma, too. Like, you can tell. Like, you can just have a, granted, I don't smoke weed, never have, never plan to. But you can tell Snoop is that type of dude you can just hang out with, just chill with. You know, play video games with or something like that. Whatever. Go go hoop, go to a game, something like that, whatever. Kind of talk about life, stuff like that. You can just tell he's just a good time, you know. And the way he approaches songs, the way he raps, his flow, like it's just a good time. So yeah, so I use the song "Think" because, like I said, it uh, the James Brown vocal sample on "I'm the Magnificent" um, sampled that part. Like I said, I didn't get to the hook, so yeah, special ed. You had a double seven shanty time by Desmond Decker and the Aces, and you had Lynn Collins think, right? But then also, I showed how think connects special ed to Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. But then it takes two. But then also to Snoop Dogg's "I Wanna Rock." So. Dope connection, like I said, we did probably about six, seven songs right there. Um, so to me, just super, super dope. Dope songs, I like them. Um, classics, you know, like I said, I'm a special ed guy. You know, I'm a chub rock guy. You know, like, I like those two. D-Nice, Ringy didn't, you know, um, I would argue that he wasn't as popular as the other two, or maybe not just to me, but I like that song for sure. I like the nice style and all that as well. But like I said, man, just the way they, the way they rap then, of course, the style and all that definitely, I, I get it. Different, all of that. I get it. But to me, it was dope, man. That was the that was the eighties and nineties, man. So it was dope. But like I said, one thing you can't knock that 
Rob base it takes two. You still hear that. People remade. I remember when Romeo remade it. Shoot. They ain't the Bow Wow remake it too? I can't remember. No, 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 no. Shoot. Bow Wow might have remade it. I know for sure Romeo made remade it. Shoot, I want to say both. They both remade basketball. Uh, shoot, even P had his own version. So, yeah. So, on that note, man, if you guys got any suggestions, hang at me about it, man. Like I said, I'm going to pump these out as I can and uh, keep doing what I can with them. You know, um, this is just fun to me, man. I enjoy this. Um, I enjoy the fun with it, all of that, man. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to keep bringing them as I can. I hope y'all enjoy them. I hope y'all appreciate them. This is Birdo. I'm signing off. I'm out. Peace.